All right, episode 89 with Daryl Stingley, one of the biggest beasts in the game in terms of his movement and his mindset and what he embodies as somebody who takes a lot of inspiration from the heroes in the Marvel and other comics and different stories and legends and movies and things. You see it in his movement and you see it in his conversation how he really takes that heroic mindset and puts it into action. And we talk a lot about how that can be done and how he's doing it. And of course, how it applies to the ongoing problems that you know have been highlighted recently through the Black Lives Matter movement, excuse me. Um, and he's of course, you know, the face and the man behind the, prod, the squadron projects, Jim. And so you'll be able to find all those links in the description to to dive deeper if you haven't yet and we appreciate daryl giving us his time and he's one of the busiest hardest working guys in the game right now so really appreciate this conversation had an amazing time thank you guys for listening here we go i wanted to make something that made people ask questions why are we called knights why are we called ronins why are we called you know, like masters or whatever, you know, like, why, why, why is that what our level is called? And when you explain to them, like what the flow of everything means, you know what I mean? Um, like from initiate level being the first level when they get there to master, like, what does that mean? So it was just something to kind of get them to engage more with that. And then I figured, you know, obviously the more questions they have the more answers we give the more meaning they get out of what they're doing the more they're going to understand like what it means to be a part of a community and this is and it's not it's no longer just an extracurricular activity or like some fucking like bounce house type of shit it's like <laughs> a real it's like a real thing you know it's a real like art form or sport or martial art or whatever they want to see it as uh, in their life and that's what I was trying to to make in the space like we have we had the program we had the first thing you see when you walk in the door is the storefront mm. um with all of the clothing we have strikes on the wall we have a, a tv actually my my personal tv I took to the gym and put on the uh, outside of my office wall which is like right right when you walk in you just see videos like of of uh, parkour athletes, including us, obviously, but mm. like everybody, all of our homies that have come through the gym, mm. people that we admire, just to like really make the culture like in the space. Because what I what I wanted to do and what I was working so hard at doing was like creating uh, moments in the space for the people there, for the people in the community, and for the people like in the surrounding parkour community to like see and like want to like shit I gotta go mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um like Oliver Kazier came out after he saw uh after he saw swing theory because he's like I gotta go and look at those fucking swings <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're a bar kind of star then you have uh you have to go yeah I mean yeah. some of those things that was an amazing video and I, I I dropped the ball I wanted to do a whole podcast just on that video but I I'm ashamed to say that I never have gotten around to it, but it's not <laughs> off the table. It's just like, it's just not been in my cards, but okay. I think I'll cu probably cut you in um, at some point, just talking about that. Cause I think that's amazing. I think that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about anyways, is just like, you seem to be really putting, you know, 
a lot of attention into growing and evolving the sport in a way that's really, really helping it mature um, in a way that, like you said, builds community, but in a way that builds community in a way that's even more sustainable, has more foundation to, to grow higher. And, you know, I can't say how much I appreciate that because I, I don't have the tools always, but I want to see it go in that direction too, where it's not just, what did you call it? some bounce oh. castle shit or whatever like yeah <laughs> um and and so do you want to talk any more about how you designed that program because you know anyone who's visited squadron projects is just they have nothing but just you know they scream from the rooftops how amazing it is and how well put together everything is and so if you are interested in sharing any of that um you know i'm interested in just how you've structured it and why you call like i don't know the system and and what the meaning is but I'll be very curious to know how you put that together and what meaning and like, what's the, how, where's it all aiming at and pointing towards. Right. Um, well, I mean, you can see on my wall, like <laughs> what I got over there. Yeah. So like, that's obviously a, a, a huge like driving force for me, comic books and, and like just pop culture stuff in general. It doesn't like it for the most part, obviously for me personally, it is comic books, but, mm. um, but, you know, I don't want to leave things off the table for people and people get inspired by a lot of shit. And I think it's really healthy to implement that inspiration into something physical like parkour because, excuse me, it's it's kind of like, why why do I personally move the way that I move? Now, I've, I've seen the whole parkour community, obviously, for 15 years, you know, and seen the evolution and stuff like that. And there's a reason why I don't really like, I, I'm a huge fan of parkour, but like, I, I don't do a, a, a lot of, um, I don't want to say like, like trend hopping. <laughs> um, but like, you know, when good, a case in a case in point is like Nate did a side pre to rail and then dude, it just blew up. Like obviously. And now everybody's like, doing them it's like a thing that people are doing and like obviously i spent some time like the closest thing i had done to side pre to rail like that was like side preing train tracks mm -hmm. um like but after he did that i was like okay cool there's a whole new realm to this so i spent time doing that but i never showed it to anybody you know what mm -hmm. i mean it was just more like a, i want to do this thing you know because it looks like it's fun and it's like a cool challenge but it wasn't something that reshaped my style. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of people, um, and this isn't a, this isn't even a bad thing. This is a great thing because it pushes the sport forward. Um, but like a lot of people will, something will happen, you know, and then people will kind of hop on that kind of movement. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I'm not that kind of athlete because mm. my, my movement inspirations come from things like this. So, you know, like, that's that's why i move the way i move that's that's how i do it and that's essentially like what i was trying to um create because people watch a whole bunch of stuff and they're like you know if you watched any of the blade movies yeah like th then you know blade <laughs> did some some sick shit and i've i've never seen one person in parkour try to like replicate anything mm. like that and now we have this whole world of like Marvel movies and, and like kids are getting into stuff like that. And it's just opening the doors for what they can see. And, and it's changing, like, you know, they see how, how those characters mm -hmm. 
move, what they do, but they don't try to imitate it anymore. It looks like, you know what I mean? So I was trying to bring that into the space and hopefully make that something that like when those kids get older and they start doing what we're doing, you know, traveling around, going to different communities and stuff like that, like that they take that with them. Um, or if anybody comes through and they see it, they're gonna, they're gonna see it and they're gonna like experience, oh shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is, this place is like, these guys are like Jedi's, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, so that's, that's what, that was like the purpose of it. I, I really wanted to make something that was appealing to, um, to kids, obviously, um, but in a way that was meaningful. Like, I, 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 hated that the kids wanted to get the next band just to get the next band you know what I mean um and like it's like okay cool once I'm out of level two I'm in level three and then I'm not doing level two stuff anymore and it's like no you guys need to understand the importance of each level and why the movements in that level the the way that you have to move in that level is so important to you getting to this level um so I thought like reshape the system it'll it will shock them which it did um and when they start seeing the new things and we start basically we demanded more of them that was one of the biggest things i wanted to do because i thought everything was way too easy before (laughs) um and it wasn't the first time i'd reshaped the program it was just like the first time i did like a full like make everything's different (laughs) yeah yeah um so like when when we did that legitimately and it we only we only had it going i think for maybe a month or a month and a half like with everything reshaped and people were like what's this what is that is it a new test is there more you know what mm-hmm. i mean like what, what do i get now like and we show them the the new like basically the first two bands are still silicone bands after that they're the paracords and i handmade all of them myself oh, like wow. and they're they're all different styles and i thought that was special i was like you know like you get it made by by your your, your master. grandmaster yeah. that's, the, <laughs> that's the big thing uh kind of like uh like uh Sokka and p and dao like making the sword together and stuff like that oh, man. um so yeah i was i was like this is special this you know if you tell them stuff stuff like this like it's gonna mean more and it seemed like it really was like kids were how do i how do i get to that level and they were really starting to respect what they were doing and and that was already happening because of you know what we had been doing for the past year with like the the programming and like obviously bringing in more professional coaches like mel and like uh armando and Mm -hmm. and like making the program like a more professional program like they were already kind of getting that but when we changed like the cosmetics of it people were like okay now it's like now it's serious it's not just an intangible thing that only i can feel it's now something that like i can see i can embody this i can be an apprentice i can be a knight i can be you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. these are the these are like the the things that that people are like that the kids were like looking forward to more um and like i said we were, we only had it for about a month and a half before we had to obviously like close the gym because because of, of uh covid and stuff but it was it was working and i think like it was getting to that point where the kids were starting to 
really pay more attention to the the the, the more important aspects of mm. what parkour is useful for i think um and why the the community aspect of it is so important like it was it was really becoming like something like a little like a little subculture itself um so that was like that was the point of the reshaping of the program and like reshaping what it looks like and what it sounds like and what it feels like and stuff like that that's so amazing man that all sounds so good like i love so much about that because that's how i think about how i learned parkour and how i've like apprenticed under certain masters and picked up techniques and you know i i i've made many comparisons on the podcast to to jedis and, and other things because mm -hmm. i i really and it's really evident in your movement i don't know if you talked with Knox about it but Knox even used to tell me like dude daryl moves like a superhero he's just like a marvel superhero just like that and it's like it's really powerful i think what you're doing you know humans i'm studying a lot of um um, story and like I'm trying to get more into psychology and like Carl Jung and uh, you know I've, I've, I've scratched the surface of that but I'm realizing just how important the story and the myth of certain things how that actually evokes the best out of humans and like how it becomes really really important for people to have something to attach emotion and meaning to and it's it sounds so amazing because you're really creating that that world for them and you're really right. building something it's not, I mean, it sounds just so cool because you're actually building that community, like you're saying, in a way that people are, it's a real community. It's not, it's not something that, um, is, is just for show. And, and, and when you're actually building that, it's like, it's real culture in that. And, uh, man, that just sounds so amazing, dude. Like, I think that's, it's exactly what we need regardless of, you know, where the gym goes. It's just what we need in the sport, you know, is, is it's so good to have mentors that, really can embody this whole thing and and hand down and pass down um what they've learned in, in a way that's it's not just about the next trick and it's not just about this right. but and that but and i think that i think it's super powerful that you're gonna help help people embody kind of a heroic movement to start you know and a heroic mindset um that's just super powerful i think it's way more powerful and it's something that even i would love to just study under and benefit from, I think just your, your mind on this, because, you know, I've, I've started to, I was more like challenge focused, completion focused, you know, through most of my training. And I'm starting to really understand the way I move and way I'm expressing myself is a lot. There's a lot more to say about what's happening there than, than whether, whether or not a completion was occurred or, or how it was occurred. So I really appreciate that, 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 you know that the way you move is is really incredible um it's something to be studied for sure i think it's really cool so i'm a huge well, fan as <laughs> that is appreciated man uh <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely like i i think i think everything totally depends on intention you know what i mean like i i can see I mean, I've obviously like known you for quite a while now. Um, I remember, yeah, yeah, we've been and, we go back. <laughs> yeah, so I, I've seen you do some some shit and been like, "All right, Brandon, like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like that's all right." I mean, I saw that thing you did at Hollywood High, like, uh, oh yeah, that, that running gate pre. I was just like, "Okay, bro, I I know exactly where that is because I I used to live over there, so like, oh, I, I know I know that." 
that space like all right you know what i mean <laughs> um and and like i said like i think like obviously intention is really important and i i like to see i like to see like my personal situation as one of of many you know what i mean um like it's really cool that heroes like batman and like black panther exist respectively in their universes because they're they're really similar as like almost like reclusive characters that are solely focused on you know what's going on in their their space you mm -hmm. know what i mean um and all but also both of them have been like integral in like the saving of the world numerous times so i i feel like you know if i look at the community that way it's it's one of the things that that um keeps me around like in the community you know because mm -hmm. obviously i have really good friends you know like yourself included uh in this space that like i love to death um but like you know i i also have like quite a few problems here you know what i mean like personal problems and that that go with me everywhere i go but like they're they're here as well um and that's why like i think the the intention and if i think about it as a full cohesive story like the narrative is important because like you know you can be challenge focused um and obviously like there's growth to be to be uh made in in completing challenges but also in opening your mind to how you're moving and why you're moving mm -hmm. and so on and so forth um but like i see something like uh you know looking to complete challenges and like overcome massive obstacles uh as like more of like a super uh superman-esque kind of approach to mm. to uh parkour i think that's a lot of like tim champion is a good example of that you know um he's a he's like a superman yeah. kind of parkour athlete i think um because like it, the way that he approaches challenges is very similar to like what you're saying you know what i mean mm -hmm. like you know he'll he'll go at it that way um and and i think that there is importance there because that's where the the variety comes from um and you know me personally i pull from from things like that you know I, i'm i don't stick in one space i'm not like um i'm not like like a like a fosky you know like you know what i mean like uh. fosky is like 100 percent like this <laughs> this realm of athlete mm. like that it's like it's it's almost like you can just say his name and you already have a line in your head of you already know what he you know what i mean like i say his name and i have this line in in my head i just remember he did a kong front to end the line um but it was across like, those like green boxes that's the one yeah, i always uh, think of too he like kongs up does like a webster another one across and just like it was just so fluid yeah that one is the one that i find most iconic i remember i think that was an art of motion submission who knows back in the day oh fuck don't tell me i fucking froze the video again i'll freak out this is so frustrating because zoom i'm gonna f i'm gonna shit at zoom headquarters oh thank god you're back okay well, there we go <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> uh so anyhow yeah fosky has that very unique style and it's very purposed in, in that yeah. domain and and i think i think that's i think that's cool i think that's great um i think that you know obviously fosky has that 
that kind of this is the type of athlete you know i i am kind of uh men- mentality or, or intention um and i think for the most part like tim has had that same kind of you know mentality toward parkour i mean especially from when i met him like when i first met him um and even from then up until like up until the point where we actually did make swing theory Mm -hmm. um that's the kind of athlete that he was he was very like mostly singular challenge focused and i think people who push those extremes are important obviously uh because they have i feel like that's that's another narrative that is important because not everybody is going to um be an athlete like I would say, like I try to be, which I pull from things like that. So I I have a lot of singular challenges that I have like, you know, pushed to tick off and, mm. and um, so on and so forth. And I've also had like a lot of um, connective movements that I've tried to, you know, achieve um, like line focused purposes. Uh, the, the thing that I do that I think is um, abnormal is I put those two things like together in the most complicated way <laughs> possible. It's like, you you know. It's like so hard to tell because you, you execute at a level that is flawless, you know? Like, I don't think you allow yourself, I mean, I'm sure you have mess ups. I've seen you post, you know, your attempts and things, but the final product, it is perfect, you know. It it is it is what you need it to be for you to be satisfied with it, which is very high standard, obviously, because there is no off balance. There is no, you know, there's not a pinky out of place um, when you're when you're executing the final line, the product that you're you're ready to submit, which is it's really beautiful to see, and it it's it makes it things look so effortless that it doesn't look difficult. But when you know the distances, or if you understand, or if you go to the place, or you know, even mm-hmm. if you're just well educated in parkour long enough, you know, trained long enough, you just understand how difficult that is to do. And I appreciate it more than ever, like I'm saying, because I've I've not taken as much of um, a smoothing my edges approach. But you know, I wanted to say that you know the challenges like the Hollywood High and stuff, the that kind of challenge when I'm able to access like my best self, it's always because there's a really strong why it's not just because of the challenge. Like that challenge meant something to me and that's why I was able. And there was a story about that whole trip that I was on and, you know, I'm not going to go, I don't need to go into it, but there's, there's a why there's an intention and there's a lot of energy that I pulled into that moment. And that's why I was able to do something like that is, is the way I see it. You know, there's, there is narrative and there is story, even in those single challenges, if you want to push them the furthest, I've never been able to push myself the furthest. If it was just about that little, the challenge, you know, it has to mean something to me. And so I think either way, like, and I, th- I know that you understand that. So, but just for anyone out there that is, uh, is just confused if there's like, it's not either, or it's like the narrative's important in both styles, very important. And uh, and each narrative of these styles is important, um, like you're saying. So, but yeah, it's it. I would you know I know that you understand the same thing. It's just like you need to have. That's what most of these athletes, even if they're expressing it or not, I think anyone who's really performing at this high level, that's what they're doing. They're making it about like how they show up in the world, how they show up as a hero for themselves and for, and for others and for, the world at large, right? Um, exactly. So you know. 
to that point, you know, obviously we have these situations that are happening in the world right now and there's a lot being brought to light and you did a really amazing podcast with Kent on Method talking about a lot of that stuff. Um, but I think it really applies, you know, because when you be, when you start to embody that heroic mindset, you're going to take on more of the world's problems. Like you said, like Bat Batman and Black Panther, they end up taking on, you know, the, they end up having to save the world. And that is a part of our story as individuals, you know, once we kind of really dive into it and we see something like what we're seeing in the streets now and, you know, I don't, I don't know if you um, have anything to that you want to add to Method Parkour. If you, uh, you know, obviously we're really excited to, to make some changes in this world because I've had to dive in and like see, you know, how I'm going to want to show up and change and how I'm going to want to be more heroic in these moments. And it's not easy work, and it's and you need that story again to help you get to the next level because we all need to take it to the next level. Is what you know I'm seeing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, like I, I was saying to to Kent, you know, um, none of none of this is like news to me or mm -hmm. new for me, you know. Yeah, like I, I've I've spoken very very loudly and clearly about these issues for a long long time, um, and I mean, it was I would probably say like. For the past four years, probably been the most important time for me to have been speaking about it, or, or the most uh, apparent time I've been speaking about it, because, like, I've, you know, it, it's, it's, saying it's hard to be black is like, you know, like saying it's hard to to get out of quicksand, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's just mm -hmm. like, yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> um, it it's hard in so many ways because of like there's a there's a lot that you feel like you can't do or say um, a lot of people will tell you to be grateful for what you have and where you are um and that's almost like a cause to to not speak out about like but shit's still you know what i mean like i yes i'm happy that i am like you know not on a completely sinking ship right now but this bitch is not sturdy and is not like <laughs> the integrity is compromised you know what i mean mm -hmm. um so it's like do i do i stay on this ship until it crashes you know what i mean or do i say hey i i want to i want to like repair this bitch like i and i need help like i can't do it by myself it's too big and there's a lot of people who are taking from it and like not helping keep it afloat because they got they have perfectly working ships that can navigate these waters. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so like it's it's been a challenge, especially this past four years, because, you know, um, maybe from the first time I can remember noticing it, let's say, let's say 16, you know what I mean? Um, like the first time I like openly recognized that I was I'm treated differently, you know what I mean? From 16 to 23 is how long it took me to like mm. say something like mm. out loud like hey I, i'm not okay with this most of it is just you know it's something i'll give you the most basic example hearing like oh yeah dude you got those black hops shit like that like i never said anything about it i would say stuff like okay but i worked really hard you know what i mean <laughs> i've been doing this for a long time i trained really hard to be able to to jump like this um but like i mean i've heard it everywhere 
Uh, and it wasn't until literally like, I'd probably say 23 years old that I was like, Hey man, uh, fuck that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nah, yeah. I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let you say some shit. I don't know what makes you think you can't, you know what I mean? That's when it started. Um, and that's when I started to really like go out beyond it, it you know, go into like the, the scary side of it, which is like, not only speaking about it, like if you and I had an interaction and, and I said something to you, but also like online, a lot of people say that what you see on the screen won't change shit. But realistically, if I'm being 100% honest, I know that the overwhelming majority of my audience is white. Like I know that for a fact, Over, overwhelming majority of our community is white. So if I say something and my good friends are people that even don't even actually know me personally, but they know who I am through this medium. If they hear me saying that, I have to believe in like the human heart that people are going to question themselves and question the world that they thought they were living in. Just because somebody that they care about is saying, I am not okay with any of this. You know what I mean? Like it might look like it because I learned how to live in it, um, but I'm not okay with it. You know, I don't want it to stay here. I don't want to live like this my whole life if I get to live a full life. You know what I mean? Like, so, so um, this whole thing that's going on right now is kind of like a, it, it's kind of like Mario Kart when you hit the boost. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's really, taking people by surprise it's it's like fast tracking a lot of stuff and it's also it's not only fast tracking like the the progress and the movement it's also fast tracking people's awareness and education you know what i mean because there's so much information that's just going around and the the difference today is the amount of the amount of white people that are sharing and saying not just saying i'm listening but looking and asking for resources you know, and so on and so forth. So like, when it comes to, to this, when it comes to this situation right now, um, nobody should take it as a surprise that I'm saying what I'm saying, you know what I mean? Because like it, people have heard me say it now for, for years. Um, and like, it's, it's just now that the majority of people are beginning to, to take it seriously and ask, the, the the questions that they've needed to ask you know what I mean um so like yeah I mean when it when it when it comes to all of this it's like I think that the the background of what I have been doing is more important right now than it was when I was doing it mm. just because of how many people are more aware and will go back and like you know, pay, pay the attention to what I was trying to do and say with every, you know, effort that I was making, um, at the time, you know, coming up to this point. And now it just makes it even more important, you know, what yeah. I'm trying to do now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think that's one of the things that we need to capitalize on is because we have momentum. Like it's, it's, it's always been important, but it's really important right now to, to try to keep it going like let's not drop the ball that we have it at least moving a little bit now right mm -hmm. and um yeah we all have to you know uh, 
take responsibility again i think it's 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 that heroic thing that we've just talked about when it comes down to how can we all like you know i don't know the experience of a black person obviously but i know that i'm not okay with the way things are going either and how can i help you know how can i help listen these are all just important things because yeah you 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 can't you can't ignore this you know we've tried to ignore it for way too long and it's just and if we continue you know i i just think it's so important to, for people not to try to miss the point too it's like you have to think about what you're going to do what are you wanting to do and willing to do to change let's not point the finger let's not try to justify you know i see a lot of people just going well blah. it's just it's like you're completely missing the point it's not about that you know there's a problem let's fix it um and <coughs> to that to that you know actually i owe you an apology too because on a on a recent episode with phil doyle i don't know if you listen to the podcast i don't know if you, you have time because who does <laughs> but you know one of the you know i i've definitely i owe you know i i need to make some some efforts and i know this because for me you know i was definitely complacent you know in in some ways that i need to not be and i'm trying to be better educated and i'm trying to ride the own momentum that i have going in my own life to to continue this conversation with myself and and with you and with everyone else um but you know like we phil and i sort of took a jab at you because we we both recognize you're an incredible mover but he's pointing to the fact that in the american parkour community and he used you as an example it's not really specifically at you there's too much gym play and not enough outdoors that was his complaint if if and i forced him to make this thing it's not really like he's like a, a dick about it he was i was just wondering like what he sees as differences between uk and u.s communities and um you know i should have really stood up for for the fact that number one like you face very different pressures than than i do than he would and especially here in the united states as far as i can tell like you know i don't know what the uk is like but i know that it gets serious probably more serious i don't know actually i i, I won't say on that but i feel like it's it's at least as as different here as it is anywhere in the world for mm -hmm. where it, where um, a black athlete is coming up and parkour is this unique thing where you know we are a little bit agitative to society because of what we're trying to do and the way we're repurposing the environment and doing things that are outside the norm and that challenge becomes all the more um consequential for someone who has the, the game rigged in a very more insidious way against them mm -hmm. uh <laughs> So anyhow, I was just going to say basically that I apologize because, you know, it's easy for, for either one of us to allow that finger to be pointed at like, okay, well, yeah, maybe we would like to see you more outside because we love your movement so much, but we're also not acknowledging the fact that you training outside and you, you know, jumping on some roofs and things, it might not feel the same to the, the, to the way it feels the same to us. And that's one yeah. of the things that I've, I mean, I've definitely been aware of this, my, you know, whole training and I'm like a freak regardless because my dad has no respect for trespassing signs and i kind of grew up thinking <laughs> that like it was okay to like just go on things anyways <coughs> but anyhow i just wanted to say that you know we really you you have been a really integral and important voice in in my world because of what you're saying and 
And because I can relate to you so much knowing you as a parkour athlete and as a mover and somebody who understands a language that I, that I also really value. So, um, to that extent, yeah, just, just very much appreciate what you're doing and, and helping. Cause it's, it's, it can't be easy. You know, you're carrying a lot on your shoulders by doing that and speaking out. And luckily, like you've said, you've been prepared for years speaking your truth about this. So, um, essentially, I don't know what else to say about that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, I appreciate that. Thank you for that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I did actually, uh, it's funny. It's funny. Cause I don't even think when I, when I was having a conversation with Max Henry, I don't actually think that I brought up the Phil instance. I was talking about like, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people give me, uh, give me so much shit there. Like number one, people assume I just don't train outside because for some reason, it's like you haven't been watching, you haven't been paying attention. If you have, if you think that (laughs) like, that was the other thing, like, I just like, I just let that slip underneath my radar basically is all I'm saying. I'm just like, I thought about it and I felt bad for weeks because I was like, dude, that's such bullshit. Like Daryl kills it, crushes it outside and inside and he's doing like whatever i could go on and on but like you do so much for your community and like it's important that you're indoors and training and showing off the facility i could go on but anyhow sorry yeah no i I appreciate that thank you (laughs) um those bits of energy are like like they're meaningful to me um but yeah i mean like you know like i said i just think people assume it's almost like people think 100 percent of my life is on instagram or like on youtube and it's like dude you have no idea like the the hurdles that it takes to even get that you know what i mean even to get that stuff out um but like it's it's a it's a large thing like it's a huge thing i feel i feel like and i could be wrong about this but i do feel like i am the most attacked about this especially in the professional community like Mm -hmm. and and again that kind of makes me double back to the fact that the majority of our sport is white you know what i mean so like, you know, we got kids like Dan Dye out in, out in Michigan, you know what I mean? Um, and like, that's a, he's a kid, you know, like he's an actual like kid. I don't even know if he, I don't think he's 18 yet. I think he's 17. Um, and like, he knows because he knows, because he experiences it. Um, so like, he would never come at, at somebody like me from that perspective because he totally understands and he wants the same level of like security let's say um to know that he has a space to go to at any time um in order to like pursue his passion safely and that's the thing that um it was like when I was talking to Max I was talking about the community at large you know what i mean like i hear a lot one of the one of the voices i hear a lot that makes me actually angry it actually makes me angry is chris harmat um because chris harmat will comment on on my posts and be like like get outside go outside and i'm like bro you have been here in the united states with me and seen me train like this is years (laughs) and years and years ago but it's like you've seen me train in and out and like we've done this together you fucking know better number one but mm-hmm. also like you're just so oblivious for the for the the woke person that you claim to be you're so oblivious to like what my life is here mm-hmm. here in the united states and obviously you're oblivious to what's happening if you think that 
I'm not afraid to go outside to go to the fucking store because I am, you know what I mean? Um, so like that was what I was kind of talking to Max about because we were, you know, Max and I are really good friends. We were just having a casual conversation mm. and um, he's the one that brought up Phil. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, what did Phil say? He's like, oh, yeah, on the recent height drop, like Phil uh-huh. said this. And then I went and watched it and I was like, I was, I was just like, dude, Phil just DM'd me after I dropped Bane and like praised the project. So I was like blown away that he uh, said that. And like, you know, I'm, I'm not like trying to push that issue because that, that's not necessarily what is uh, like important to no. me. Um, but it was a situation like that. I was like, God damn, really? Like, it happens at such a high level within the the professional community it's like i get obviously a million comments about it from people that don't understand um and don't take the time to try to um but like it's it's the pro community that's the that's the area in the space that actually bothers me because i'm just like you guys everybody especially at a really high level has had an encounter with law enforcement mm-hmm. like 100%. there's there's no way you have yeah there's no way you have it and i have i have trained obviously like here and a lot in the uk and in europe and um i mean i've been i've been profiled in europe too mm-hmm. um but like it's nothing like here i mean there's a total difference when you look at officers that don't have weapons on them like it, the fear kind of just it's drops just, off okay yeah like yeah it's like we can go hand you in can't hand like, yeah <laughs> like at least i can run away i know parkour like <laughs> yeah. worst comes to worse you know there's not gonna there's no projectiles coming at me and i don't live there that's the other thing like, yeah. i don't live there so like if I, they have almost no way of you know finding out who i am mm-hmm. um unless they catch me mm-hmm. um or catch somebody i'm with but like yeah out here it's totally different man like i mean like the simplest thing and i'm sure this has happened to you before but like have cops ever asked you for your id mm-hmm. dude i always tell them i don't have my id on me because mm-hmm. the thing that they do is they they have my id then they have a profile on me then they if somebody sees me in the area then they're going to call it into the radio like and and every officer within that space is going to know and people don't think that's the truth but my dad that was Oakland PD for many years. I know for a fact that's exactly what they want. They want to have me, like, they want to have my description and they want to have a, a name and an address to plug into it so that if some shit goes down, let's say I happen to be in an area and a robbery happens on the same day, not even at the same time that I was seen in the area, they have my address, they have my phone number, they have my, my uh, license plate because all that stuff's registered to me they can just show up at my door and say a robbery happened at this time you were seen in this place. We have reason to, to uh, suspect that you may have been a a part of it. You know what I mean? And then they can fucking arrest me at my doorstep. You know what I mean? Um, So like, and, and that's like, that's the, that's the nice version, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know Um, I could just be seen in an area which happened already like very recently. Um, And the cops will just roll right up on me uh, about about something that they heard you know what I mean about something that somebody called in but that person's not present as a witness which means that there's no evidence of any sort unless they have video footage which they don't so technically I'm free to go Mm -hmm. but that's not that's not my experience obviously that's not what ends up happening I'm 
they threaten to arrest me, uh, you know, like, and if I don't comply and so on and so forth. So it's just, it's just like a whole different, it's a, and the, the instance I'm telling you about, I wasn't even doing parkour that day. I was filming people doing parkour. Like I wasn't even doing parkour myself, mm. but I was the only black person there. You know what I mean? Um, so, and the cops rolled up on me and spoke straight to me and like, let my, let the other two people I was with uh, walk away which I requested that they do so to let me handle the situation. Um, and like, yeah, they, they had no problem with them walking away, but had every problem with me and, you know, in general. So like, it's a, it's a situation, you know, where that was a situation where I'm not doing, I'm not even actually doing anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm just in an area. Yeah. And, and that's all it takes. Yeah, that, it, and that's the pro. Yeah, I mean that's what's that's what's so fucked. It's just yeah. Why why would I? So first of all, I mean I obviously I'm passionate about this sport because I deal with that all the time. I just deal with that. Mm. Um, I don't go anywhere by myself because I don't want anybody in my family to get a phone call. At begin, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't, just, yeah. I don't want that to happen. So I don't I don't go anywhere like that by myself. Uh, to train especially um but like why why would i if i'm a pro athlete which i am and like i i don't only like i, I don't work at starbucks <laughs> you know what i mean like i i this is my actual profession so like people pay me to do this why would i not take advantage of a situation that I have my own space to practice in and like I can and I design the space for the the evolution and growth of athletics like of the of like the the um you know like your athletic output as as a free runner like why would I not use that space when I know I can go in there and nobody can tell me I have to leave nobody I mean the cops could obviously they know where I work because they got my fucking ID uh so they could roll up if something goes wrong you know and I happen to be in an area um but for the most part like nobody can tell me anything when I'm in there you know what I mean it's like I, nobody can say you have to leave nobody can say like you know uh, you can't be here or nobody can arrest me you know for doing what I'm doing or for just being there because I can fucking be there, you know what I mean? That's my space. Um, it's kind of like that. It's like, why, why wouldn't I take full advantage of that when there is a true danger for me out there? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I, and then I still go out there. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just not what people like see most yeah. of the time. But and even right now, I mean, obviously my passion is more important than my fucking pain to me because like, I mean, not that anybody has paid a lot of attention, but COVID hit, we closed the gym. I've taken my stand with my community, not to, not to be in the space, working in the space until I, until we can safely get people back into the space. Um, so I've just been doing my thing out here, being a leader to my community and showing people that they can still, you know, get their, get their work in. Um, I'm out there and I, and nothing has changed. Nothing's different. Now I just have another reason for the police to, to have a problem with me. I'm outside, you know, 
not wearing a mask. mask yeah yeah you know what i mean it's like oh nobody's around that's why i'm not wearing it like but you we're know. around well you, i mean i know that but oh my god dude I yeah can't even you imagine. just rolled up i got my mask in my backpack you know like but yeah so it's a it's 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 kind of just like that that's that's how that situation feels for me you know what i mean and that's like the the comments uh and the jabs and it's not new and like you know you you were not the first so like i would be upset if you took more responsibility than than you know you well i mean it's not even like it's intended as a jab like we both but the the problem is that we're not thinking about it and you shouldn't have to explain yourself and this shouldn't be what we're talking about you know it's just not important like you're saying i don't it's not something to f for anyone to really draw their attention to it's 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 uh yeah there's no need for you to explain like what you want to do and where you want to do it and um we all need to just but, but i just recognize that you're taking unnecessary heat it's just you know whatever it's just we need to be become more conscious and that's like part of that's just like a it's just a slight clue as to like w the lack of awareness that you know is you know even amongst parkour community members we we see ourselves as pr progressive and we see ourselves as young and up and up on and hip to a lot of things i think because you know i yeah. hear it all the time and we think we're very diverse community sometimes and you know that can be a real thin veil of like what's really happening and i don't think that it's that's it, it's there's even a whole lot of evidence to suggest that, that a lot of that's true um and so i think just because we are a progressive community and we see ourselves as inclusive and we want to you know bring everyone in and we see ourselves as not having you know the problems of older generations and things it's not necessarily true and it's up to us to actually make it true you know um mm -hmm. i think that yeah yeah, I don't. I, I just don't think that we. Sometimes we give ourselves a little bit too much pat, pats on the back, and there's still a long way to go. Is all I'm saying. Inside yeah. the parkour community, even not just yeah. not just as a culture, but in our day to day interactions, what we do, what we see, and how we behave, just within our own realm. Right. Right. Yeah. I. I think often. I mean, I've I've said this to a lot of people. Like, if you think you have it figured out, or if you think you're you're quote unquote like on the right path like you you are very far from it just mm -hmm. because like you you should be questioning yourself all the time i like and that's the same thing you know there i'm i am not trying to reverse this argument at all but like there are a lot of people people of color just people who have been oppressed that will come out at this time and be like like everybody else was wrong we were right and it's like yes but also like you, if you want to be truly like progressive you know and and if and we should be fair to the situation because like we've been suffering for a long fucking time but like if you want to be truly progressive then you also have to understand like that you need to look at yourself um and see like where have you been you know performing the same travesties that have been performed upon you uh, upon other people or or you know where have you been negligent you know what i mean so like i i don't like to believe that i have my eyes on every problem that i need to have my eyes on which is why i keep my eyes open and i keep my ears open you know like um like you know i've i've been really um not only sympathetic but active in 
trying to support like the female community you know what I mean like within the sport for a certain but also outside of the sport you know in every other way and shape and form that I can um because I think that's a that's an area that that I would say I haven't I haven't like looked at as harshly as I should maybe um, I have little sisters. I'm very, I love my little sisters, man. They're like t- little teenagers right now, like, you know, 13, 12 going on 13. Like, so I, <laughs> I, I don't want, I mean, dude, I, I will fight with somebody. Like <laughs> I have, I had an argument maybe two or maybe two or three years ago with a, with a German guy who was out here, um, after NAPC and I had an argument. It was like, it was like me, him, um, Charlie Havel. I think Ed Scott was there. Uh, and Joe, like Joe Hendo, mm-hmm. we are having this conversation. And I was talking about like, I think something that we should like work toward doing something that should have happened at NAPC is like, there should be a, a like separate sleeping area for women at the jams, not like forcing them into it but at least the option you know what i mean because mm-hmm. like if we're being real there's fucking 60 dudes and four women that's the truth <laughs> almost all the time and that was an example that i was like making and dude this guy said the most dog shit thing i have ever heard he's like i mean i have just as much chance as they do and i was like you're six two and like 210 pounds there's no way anybody is going to violate you the way that they could a woman, especially, especially because you're a part of the majority and they're a part of the minority at that point in time. And I've heard how dudes talk about women like at jams and shit, dude, uh, like not even to throw anybody under the bus, but also kind of fuck that. Like <laughs> that's not okay. And I, I legitimately got livid with the dude. I was like, I'm not having this fucking argument with you. Cause if, if we keep going because of how you're talking, because of what you're saying, like it, it, it could get physical. So like, don't even yeah, throw, yeah. like, that's not okay. And I, I stood my ground with that situation. I was like, I will be the first person to not only shut you down, but fuck you up if if you take it to that extreme with with a lady like mm-hmm. dude I, I was like how can you just be so disrespectful to their struggle like that you know what i mean i i could never ever imagine my sisters being in that type of a position you know what i mean and then just not being heard because some asshole has their own opinion you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it it's 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 like that you know what i mean so so when i when i express like people thinking about you know how they see the world and like i have i have a really open mind that i think that is a flaw that exists heavily like in the parkour communities like believing that we're the open-minded progressive sports community um but not recognizing where where we're lacking and where we have been lacking for for a long time you know what i mean And, and it's not just it is not just like you know the the misunderstanding of like the struggles that people of color have to go through especially within this sport the type of sport that it is the massive representation like the facial representation of the sport not representing somebody like me i'm i'm you know what i mean like point out another person in the sport who has done what i have done that looks like me that's from where i'm from like you know what i mean that's a Mm -hmm. really hard thing to do Mm -hmm. um but like 
we've done the same thing to the women in our community. And like, I've been a part of that myself and I've recognized that and I've said that out loud um, and I will remain apologetic for it, but I'm not going to keep it at that. Like I've done things to try to, to like fix that, you know what I mean? And, and I'm going to keep doing that shit um, because I, no matter no matter what one thing I do or, or, you know, one thing I help make happen or whatever, like the work isn't done until it is, you know what I mean? So to me, it's just like, we, everybody needs to, if you really want to be progressive, if you really, really want the, the change and the better future that we're all looking for, then you have to question what you're doing, what you're saying, and not so much like, am I doing the right thing necessarily, but maybe am I doing enough? Like is, is what I believe, a lot of people believe that the shit that they're seeing right now is wrong in, in our sports community, but is belief enough? You know what I mean? You can believe something, Brandon, you can believe something and I may not know it. And if it pertains to my health and safety, what does your belief do mm. if I don't know you believe that and if other people don't know you believe that and if you're not active about your belief you know what I mean mm -hmm. it it's like I hate seeing kids in cages okay did you sign any petitions did you vote for for like against it like are you speaking out about it are you bringing awareness to it or are you just sitting there and you see it on your phone and you're like man fuck that mm -hmm. that's disgusting and then you just swipe to the next story yeah. you know what I mean it's, it's stuff like that. So I think like, yeah, people, people need to question that. That's a, that's a healthy thing to do, especially if you want to be active about, you know, making the change in, in this world. I mean, you know, like you have to be thoughtful of that. And if you're comfortable not being thoughtful of that, I don't even know what to say. It's like, that's a luxury. Own it, I guess, too. You know, I don't know. Yeah, it is a luxury. and But it's not, it, it, it's an escape. It's a, it's a, it's an ostrich head in the sand kind of moment, you know? Mm -hmm. It's, the work isn't done. Like, yeah, you can, you can go hide and, and, you know, you may not feel like you're hiding, but you are, you're be you'll be you're choosing will for willful ignorance and you're choosing to neglect and and you're choosing to to not be heroic in a certain way if it you know from my from where i sit you know like like you said i believe the work is not done until until it is essentially and if you believe everything's all good um which that'd be ridiculous i feel like if you really ask yourself yeah. that like oh yeah everything's all good we're chilling we can just cruise control to the end now it's like if you believe that okay well just think about that for a little bit longer maybe but if you don't believe it's all good then then make make some changes what are you going to do you know what can you do and and the work's never done like you said it's just the, the that's that's okay you know that's it don't don't be don't begrudge that you know that's that's what we that's how you can show up and that's how you can make your life be more impactful meaningful is if you actually take on that heroic persona a little bit more, you know, we should, it'd be, it, it'll, it'll be hard, I'm sure, but it'll be good and you'll feel better. I think you'll probably get more out of life if you do that. You know, Batman, 
Black Panther, whatever. When when the, when the next villain rolls around, they're not just like, ah, fuck it, I already did my my part. Yeah, you know, like that's what's heroic about them is that they don't stop and they they keep showing up. Um, and that's you know, and they wouldn't have ever gotten there if they were just like, you know, you don't see. <laughs> there's no comics written about some guy exactly. swiping on Instagram being like, fuck that shit. Anyways, eating cereal. Who knows? It's just that's not that's not that's not a heroic act to just to just be like i don't like that it's just not it just doesn't do much um privately especially and and yeah you know there's a lot of people that are trying to escape hatch the world you know i see in certain sectors they're like in a position where they're like hmm, maybe i can just go off the grid they're just trying to completely turn their face away from everything and you know you can understand the sentiment there's a lot of problems in the world you want to look after you and yours and you want to make sure that um, you're taking care of the people you love in the world. But if you're trying to turn your back completely to, to what's happening in, the, in, in humanity, at least own it, I guess. I don't know, you know, yeah. that, that can be, that can be a choice, you know, go living in the woods, whatever. I don't know, but it's, I, I, I don't know. I have, I have to think about that longer to really, you know, make a, make a thorough arg or thoughtful argument about that. But it's, uh, it's just something to be aware of. Like you said, I think awareness is the key. You know, we all have to like keep questioning and keep growing our awareness. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I think like the, the thing that I hear that I hear the most that I like, I'm just like, I don't know how you can even think that's an option. Uh, but when people hit you with the man, why don't you just, you know, like all that, shit, why don't you just leave or why don't you just, do what they say or why don't you just you know what i mean it's like dude don't hit me with that like there there are a multitude of reasons obviously number one i mean you try i i know the immigration system here very well mm. like very very well because i've been through it you know what i mean um you immigrated here no oh, uh, been... my my ex-wife oh okay okay yeah um so like you know what i mean like i i know that situation yeah that's that shit's hard uh it's even harder to get out you know what i mean like it is it is hard unless you're going to school somewhere like it's really hard to get out you know what i mean so like you can't just leave the problem you know what i mean and even let's say let's say i leave what kind of <laughs> what kind of asshole do i have to be to leave a struggle that I know I'm not the only person facing. You know what I mean? Like, what kind of asshole do I have to be? You know what I mean? It, that's that's the kind of that's the way I see it. And it's like I'm not I don't hate on anybody that does that. Yeah. But I would hate myself if I did it. That's the thing. Like, mm -hmm. if somebody gets out, like shit, man. Like, I'm glad you're out of it. Because realistically, from my perspective. I'm glad that you're safer somewhere else, but me personally, I couldn't do that because I, I know that I would still see the issue and still be like feverishly upset about the issue. So how could I, how could I be so hurt by something that I, uh, I fled, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, unless my work was making a way for everybody to flee it, you know what I mean? But like, 
even then, will the problem still exist? Yes. What needs to change is the problem needs to be abolished. It needs to be completely and utterly destroyed. And there needs to be something put in place to heal the wounds of, you know, that that problem inflicted. Um, so like the, 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 why don't you just do this? Most of the time, almost all of the time comes from somebody that doesn't experience the issue. So it's like a, it's like a, I don't want to hear that. Um, and that is like the, that's the thing that like needs to, needs to, to change. Like that's the big thing, you know, cause people will say that. And it's like, dude, why don't you try harder to understand me? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. How about yeah. that? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, exactly. Cause it's just like, where, where is your role? Like, you're just like, why don't you just, it's completely unshouldering like completely rejecting any responsibility for anything and it's just like yeah but you just do that or you know it's it's like dude this oh man that's so it's it's not funny but it's just like ridiculous yeah. like, it's just like okay well you had such a good retort it's like oh why don't you do this it's like yeah. don't you see how you're talking you're talking in a way that's just like uh it's that's i'm not gonna do anything you're that's all you um we're not in this together you know we're not we're not, I don't see you as uh, somebody that matters to me or like, you know, that's part of the, the community or the family or the, just the, the species I'm in. Like, God, yeah. me, like I'll get on the same page. Like, you know, this is for everyone. This isn't just, you know, this is for you too. Like you'll, you'll be having a better life by helping bring up the people that need help because if they can't do that to them, then they can't do fucked up shit to you either. And like, or, or mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, um, it's not sensical thinking it's cutting off your hand if it like hurts you know it's like what are you doing yeah if you if you burn your hand you don't just go you know what i don't like the way this thing is bubbling up with pus i don't like the way that my skin's falling off i'm just gonna fucking i'm just gonna chop my hand off and get rid of it or it's like i don't even know like it's comparable to like this a lot i don't know it's comparable to something that's just so irrational to me to to speak that way yeah When you think about how much sense it fucking doesn't make, you're just like, how did we get here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's what we're having to unwind and heal. I think you used a really powerful term. It's like, we need healing, man. Like it's, if you look at the whole story of the human race as kind of like the story of the individual, if, if they are even comparable, I'm not sure that they are, but you know, there comes a time in everyone's life when they have to kind of like look inwardly and realize that they've done some fucked up shit to themselves and they need to like change and stop talking to themselves a certain way. And they need to stop listening to the parts of themselves that they've been ignoring or that they've tried to like fill with money and other like superficial material things, whatever it is that they, they, they thought would heal them, but that, that isn't working. And, um, and actually become an integrated human being, you know, or whatever the, the term is, but just like a, a, a one cohesive thing that, that can, that's much more powerful than, you know, some fragmented, segmented thing. Exactly. I, I think, I think that's a good, uh, that's a good analogy. I think that's like a, a really good way to like, you know, compare the, the like struggles. Like there's like the, the, uh, what we're experiencing right now i mean especially like what is the what is the current like focus right now uh is a part of the human struggle i think like you know it's it's not just uh 
it, it it's yeah it's it's a huge it's a part of the human struggle like it's a part of the human struggle in ways that people don't even understand like the the way that this pertains to climate change is is funny actually mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh so like i mean real, realistically uh and I, I i encourage people to like pay attention to that and like kind of study that um but uh yeah i mean like what you said i think is you know there's there's a lot in there that is relative you know what i mean um like yes there is the individual human struggle which is which is a microcosm of the planetary human struggle that mm-hmm. we that we experience and it's the truth like you said if if there's something wrong with your hand and you just chop it off it's like well you didn't you didn't necessarily fix a problem like mm-hmm. now you got a new ho- you got a whole <laughs> new problem now you know what i mean yeah. um but if you think about it like that like if you think about you know, instead of seeing, let's say, just make it simple, the black community, instead of seeing the black community as, oh, I need to help them fix their problem. Like, yes, you're right. But also, like, that's a part of your body. If you think about it, if, if you really just delve deep, there is not a single, there's not a single part of at least this country, where somebody doesn't benefit in some way from the black community. Like there's just, it's it's just there's there's way too many inner working pieces oh, yeah. um, for for people to to feel that way you know what I mean so it's kind of just like you know I don't know your pinky toe let's just say that that's <laughs> not even a fucking good example but if you're if you're you know if you have an infection in your pinky toe it can spread through your entire body and kill you like it can. And the issue isn't that you need to get rid of it. The issue isn't that you need to like suppress it. The issue is you need to heal it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, it, and by healing that part of you, you make your entire body healthier as a, as a whole. So like your analogy, you know what I mean? That's, that's like, a, that's an extreme physical version of what you were saying. But yeah, like if there's something wrong with you, how you're treating yourself and it's hurting you somewhere, you need to heal that in order to heal your whole body. And what we're dealing with right now um, as this one specific issue um, being like, you know, the, uh, the oppression and subjugation of the black community, like we need to heal that, you know what I mean? Um, for our whole society, not just like for, the one part of it is the whole society will benefit and become healthier because of that because you really do have to imagine what this world could be like if we weren't held back you know what i mean like right now everything we have that's beautiful and amazing and all the offerings that we give that's that's coming from oppression like and that that's not to say that that it hasn't made some beautiful things obviously but who's to say we couldn't do that without it you know what i mean like i just look at it like like this look at all of the amazing shit that i would say athletes who aren't necessarily weighed down by the issues that i experience look at the amazing shit that like ed scott has done and nate weston and Tim, and yourself, and you know what I mean? Like, look at that amazing shit. Did that come from oppression, or did that come from passion? You know? Mm. Like, I just, I (laughs) don't feel like, you know what I mean? Like, look what can happen when you have 
when you can focus on something that brings you joy. Mm. Like what, what beauty can be made when you can focus on something that brings you joy. If, if we can focus on like fucking just having a good life instead of trying to live, you know, in this society, like how much more great things can we offer to the world? Like that's, that's how I see it. And that's the, that's the idea. You know what I mean? Like there's mad strength in overcoming like issues, obviously there's mad strength in overcoming insecurities, but healing insecurities, let's say, and turning them into confidence. Like what does that person do? That person is better than the person with the insecurities that you were before. That's why you appreciate who you become because like the strength that you now have overcoming those insecurities overcoming the injuries overcoming the pain the strength that you have right now is what is important because you've proven to yourself that you can get through it but you've also given yourself a stronger person to work with if you could do all that shit when you were like drowning imagine what you can do with lungs full of air you know what i mean mm. like that's the that's the way that i see it so like i think what your analogy was was fucking perfect actually well that was amazing man I, I think that you really actually spelled it out in a way that is really really important and thank you so much like yeah yeah man i, th I think like what you do is you you really embody this heroic um mindset and like you said like we we, we should like i can't wait you know I mean, we sh we don't want to wait. Why would we want to wait for those gifts to come through? And yeah, like black culture has been extremely influential on in my life, on everyone's life, like you said. And you're full of shit if you think that you're, it, it isn't. Or yeah, you know, I don't know. But it's it's so powerful, man. I think you said it all. So I don't know if that's um, a good place for you to wrap up. I know you have more interviews to do. Yeah. And I know you have <laughs> like other things. So I don't want to take up all your time. But um, is it? Is there anything else that you want to mention or drop or um, point towards when it comes to just what we can, what can we expect or where we can do and help and and follow um, you? I'm, yeah, I mean, uh, like, of course, um, something I've been saying a lot recently is, I mean, if you look, if you look at my story, if, if anybody's been following my my like specific like instagram story for the past like couple weeks yeah. it's it it might look like it's all over the place and i actually explained this um i said to people like if you're seeing these horrible things that i'm like sharing you know what i mean and then you're seeing something that makes me happy you know what i mean um and then you're seeing like another horrible thing and, and so on and so forth like it's just like it looks like a roller coaster like i don't know what to feel i was like that's what it feels like to live in this skin in this society every day you don't know when to be happy or or like you know you you try to be happy and then something else comes along and takes away your happiness you know what i mean like because you you see travesty after travesty after travesty and you can't just turn it off because even if you ignore it when you're somebody like me it's still your life it's you know you can you can shut it off but it doesn't change what's happening out there you know what i mean like and you know it still exists in existence so it's almost like you're just trying to cling to you know whatever feeling of joy that you can um 
And if you can't take that as a viewer, then you can't imagine what it's like to experience that as somebody who lives it. Um, so I told people, I was like, on your way to that unfollow button, <laughs> make sure that you think about that. <laughs> um, so realistically, I, I would just say like, you know, there is obviously a way to fight this fight and obviously find your find your joy. And I don't want anybody to feel like, fuck, I can't enjoy myself because of all this horrible shit that's happening. I think that that's the fuel that you need to be able to fight that fight. You mm -hmm. cannot fight all the time and not have any sort of replenishment. So like, I would say, you know, that that's why, that's why, that's why you see my, my posts with the writing, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Cause I, I do a lot of what I do physically as a release, obviously, but it's also, it's, it's not just that like parkour for me has not been for a long, long time, actually hasn't just been something that I just do to escape or, or like, you know, it, you know, it's, it's not just fun to me. It is like, I can't, I can't explain why I have, why I want to do it all the time. I can't, I really can't. Um, but like, when I do it, I, I feel like there's a, I'm carrying something with me. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I'm not just moving freely. I feel like I'm carrying uh, a responsibility. I feel like I'm also carrying a target on my back. Um, and the movement is kind of like a, for me, it's a, it's expressive in its, in its power and its strength and its refinement beyond all of those things weighing me down. You know what I mean? And when I share that, obviously people see the movement and they're like, it's fucking sick. You know what I mean? Um, but I write what I write with it. And for me, it, it, it's, that's the real release. That's mm -hmm. the real release. Mm -hmm. When I get to express in that way, Bane was the process of creating Bane was a, a, a serious challenge like putting out Bane that was the release for me mm -hmm. so like supporting things like that um those things are are helpful um and looking into like deeper into the narrative and just like seeing the movement and appreciating the movement and then looking into what is really behind it I think that should cause more appreciation for the movement because there's there's true meaning there like you like you said um and it's deeper than just the the challenges themselves um so i think people looking into that supporting that you know what i mean like putting more time and effort into that similarly to how you would listen to like a j cole or a kendrick lamar album like you're not just hearing hearing it for how it makes you feel but you're also listening to what they have to say and like it makes you it makes you think you know what i mean and it should make you think and it should make you like question how you live and all that stuff. Like that's, that's how I put things forward. And that's how I think more people than just myself put their efforts forward. So I would recommend to people that they take more time than to just see it at the face value that they see it at um, and like delve deep into what the actual messaging is. Because to me, that's what makes that's what really makes it important to their lives. It's why we'll go back and listen to albums over and over again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, because 
it's I don't even it's just why do you listen to the pimple butterfly like three times a week Daryl because I don't fucking know it's just so important to me like it just makes me feel some way and like every time I hear it it just reminds me of all of that importance you know what I mean um and I think it helps me keep moving forward so I think if people can see at, at least at least see my offerings that way that would be like a lot of of help not only to like my community but also to those people understanding the struggles of my community if that makes sense 100 percent, yeah no man i really appreciate what you're doing it's it's so wonderful you are turning a boy's sport into a man's sport and you're really you know taking taking the consciousness to a higher level i feel like and it's really important otherwise what are we doing right so um, I appreciate everything that you do, man. Love, I love what you do, and and I will be doing my part as much as I can here to, to to listen and and read those and spread the word. Um, you're killing it, man. That's all I can say. Killing it. Thank you. Just keep doing Thank what you're you. doing. And, and and of course, if you ever want to talk, I love having you on. This has been one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, well, you got me. You got my contact info. I got you. Yeah, hopefully we can come together in uh, in person too, and we don't have to deal with the Zoom technical difficulties. Are you going to be tr- coming through Colorado any, ever this year or anytime soon? Or it all depends on like how things are. You know what I mean in terms yeah. of like public safety and such. So if you know if if things are if things are good and it's like safer to travel you know what i mean like um then of course like uh, you know mm-hmm. at this moment in time especially with what uh what i'm doing like with squadron um so much focus is going into like the the media more than anything um so like going places is uh that's that's something that that i i would like to do some more of um so yeah it's it's all just based on like safety really like when it's when it is more publicly safe i would say than uh than most definitely like i'll be i'll be out that way all right yeah hopefully i mean i don't know napc is off this year so i'm wondering like i just want to i haven't been to actually the last two so i should just you know bite my tongue here but i really want to like just see what we can do if there's a, if there's some kind of event we can hold that is just keeps the momentum going and and uh who knows maybe we can talk about it off air so uh yeah then thanks so much for your time like like i said it just really appreciate everyone that gives you the attention that you deserve because you deserve a lot i think right now and thank you very much all righty gang daryl stingley the man the myth the heroic legend <laughs> in the making in you know living legend west high <laughs> <laughs> all right that was it episode 89 in the books thank you guys for listening thanks daryl again for being a part of the program and once again i have to encourage you guys to visit the description you know what to do much love see you in the next episode